Hello, dear listeners. You are on the podcast Research Lives and Cultures. I'm Sandrine Soub, and I'm sharing with you a series of very short interviews with academics. These interviews were recorded a few years ago, so people will have progressed in their career. Many of them will maybe have been research fellows or just lectures when we interviewed them. And since these interviews took place, maybe they've already been promoted to being professors. Maybe they've changed institution. Maybe they have switched career. Who knows? Just giving you a little glimpse of the career at a point in time of these individuals who are sharing some wisdom, some insights, some key learnings that they've had during their research career. I hope that you enjoy these short interviews that were done, as I've said, several years ago. Still lots of insight to gain, lots of uh, interesting ideas that you may acquire from listening to these interviews. I hope you enjoy them. My name is Jenny Clark. I'm a physicist at the University of Sheffield and I work on organic semiconductors. I grew up in Belgium, in Brussels. At school, I studied many different subjects, but um, I was most interested in biology. I was really interested in it. I found biology, though, to be a bit qualitative, and so I ended up studying physics at university at Imperial College. I chose to study physics with you in Europe at Imperial College in London, partly because it's a great place to study physics, partly because London is an amazing city to be an undergraduate, and partly because of the opportunities to be able to travel abroad. While I was uh, in London, I met my boyfriend, who's now my husband, uh, during my second year. And also at the end of my second year, so my third year, I went to Italy uh, as part of the Erasmus scheme. So I went to Italy during my third year, did physics out there, all in Italian, which was an amazing experience. I learned Italian. I uh, learned what it's like to live in a different community. And um, I also learned some physics while I was out there. After my year in Europe, I also managed to get a job pl a placement um, in London, paid for by the Physiological Society, and that was really brilliant fun, and that kind of uh, cemented what I wanted to do, which was biophysics, and I had a really good time doing some research in that lab. During my time at Imperial College, I also did some undergraduate research opportunity programs, and uh, a tip I would have for anybody is to just look out. This is a good example of uh, looking out for opportunities and taking advantage of them. For one that I did in the US, uh, there was a 100% success rate because so few people applied and it was all expenses paid. So um, I enjoyed learning physics during my time at Imperial. I met my husband. I um, kind of uh, started to forge a research direction, realized that I really enjoyed working in laboratories. When I did my un uh, undergraduate research projects while I was in Italy, it was on electrophysiology, which is what I really wanted to do ever since I was at school. And when I went to Cambridge to start a PhD, I got two offers. One was in that field, in biophysics and electrophysiology, and one was in a completely different field. The one in electrophysiology, I just didn't get a good feeling about it. I didn't like the atmosphere in the group. And the other one had an amazing atmosphere. You could tell right from when, you, when I went to interview what it was going to be like working there. And so I chose to do that in a completely different research field, which was a bit of a, a gamble. But I, I got there. And I found it really hard at the beginning. I felt like uh, I was just thrown in at the deep end and made to swim. But because I had the peer support network there, um, I was able to do it. And I, in fact, really enjoyed my PhD and got a lot out of it. So I'd say if you're choosing to do a PhD, 
think about not just what the research is, but also about the support network and everything that goes along with it. My PhD supervisor left and took up a position in Canada at the end of my first year. And because he was very busy there setting up a new lab, he didn't have that much time to supervise me anymore. But before he left, he mentioned uh, that I should email Professor Spano in Philadelphia because he was a theoretician working on the problem that I was working on experimentally. So I'd spent a week drafting an email and um, eventually pressed send. It was a bit of a scary moment. And he replied within five minutes and he became effectively over time my supervisor uh, via email. As we worked together, we managed to publish papers together and present at conferences. And he became not just a, a supervisor, but a collaborator, a friend and a mentor. And he's given me a lot of confidence to move on with the next stages in my career. So the tip here would be that if you've got something that's scary and you're not really sure whether you've got the confidence to do it, just do it because you never know what um, outcome is going to come in the end. When I did my year abroad in Italy, uh, we found that me and my husband and boyfriend uh, didn't enjoy having a long distance relationship. And so we decided then that we weren't, if we were going to stay together, we weren't ever going to have long distance relationship. But of course, being an academic quite often means traveling around a bit, do your PhD here, do your postdoc somewhere else. And so we made the decision that we take it in turns to decide where we were going to go. So he chose to go to Cambridge, which is why I did my PhD there. We moved to Italy and back to Cambridge. Um, and taking it in turns each step of the way. Finally, from Cambridge, we moved to Sheffield, and that was in part dictated by the fact that we now had children, or we were uh, was pregnant when we moved, and we had a small child, and we decided that we would move to Sheffield because it's a much nicer place to live, and I was lucky enough to get a fellowship here. And again, we wanted to put our family first in front of our careers, and despite doing that, despite putting our family first and our relationship first, it's never negatively impacted my career, and I've had a very successful career, which I'm very happy with. Having moved around quite a lot, uh, every time you move, you have to negotiate your salary, and this is something that I'm incredibly bad at. And I just wanted to point out for anybody who is looking to negotiate their salary, I think the best thing to do is probably to go around and ask as many people as you can what salary they think you should be on and how to negotiate it and to just go and do that and break down all the barriers and ask people about salary. I've had challenges in my career, as all careers do, and I think I've overcome them as I look back through the years by finding opportunities and taking them. Even if sometimes it's a little bit scary, I go ahead and, and do things and, which push my boundaries, and that gets me through. Um, in terms of what motivates me and what keeps me going, I really love the work that I do. I think it's fascinating. And being able to come in and learn about new things every day and to really study something that nobody else knows, even if it's a very small piece of a larger picture, it's, it's amazing. It's a, really, a real privilege. <laughs>